Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. It is your host, Dave Neal. How are you all doing today? Are we all right? How, I'm checking in, making sure we're all going to make it. Are we doing okay? Have you been on Facebook today? Holy shit, we have, we have a revolution happening right now. Uh, we, got, we got, you know, a lot, of, a lot of good can come from some bad shit. And we've had a lot of bad shit going on with sexism, with misogyny, with with the term I just learned, toxic masculinity. Now, before all the guys who are listening hit pause and decide to go listen to something else, hold on, men. We're going to keep the masculinity. We're going to get rid of the toxicity. Okay, there is a problem. The first step to recovery, folks is admitting that there's a problem. There is a problem. It didn't happen with Harvey Weinstein. May he rot in hell. But we have a problem that is being exposed by some of these scumbags. A problem that couldn't have been exposed any other time but now. Now is the moment that we will solve or begin to recover from this problem and kind of, you know, start sifting through the rubble because it's a mess out there, folks. Sexual assault... Uh, uh, targeting of women, uh, men trying to manipulate women. It's look, it's something that's happened from the beginning of time. And and uh, in 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 folks and ladies that are out there, your boy Dave, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm not part of the problem. What has to happen though with us guys, with us men, us real men that are out there, is we have to acknowledge that we're all part of this issue, right? You know, and hey, hey, give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. Most of us aren't monsters, right? Most of us were raised. Um, by parents that, that did the best that they could. If I'm lucky for anything, it's that my mom left my dad when she was pregnant with me and, uh, my formative years, first 10 years of my life, I never had a dad to say, quit crying, suck it up, be a man. I never had that. I never had, here's the funny thing. I never had anyone to tell me to be a man. And I think that helped me become a better man. <laughs> you know, how fucked up is that? Just by saying, Hey Dave, don't worry about being a man. I became an okay man. We're all growing. We're all working on ourselves, right? But this toxicity that exists in our culture is just finally being exposed. I know what you're saying. Courtney Love said this shit 11 years ago about Harvey Weinstein. I get it. And if by any if by, if by any reason you guys live under a rock and only listen to my podcast and not the world around you, we have tens and hundreds and thousands of women coming out against sexual assault and also coming out as victims of rape of assault of um, issues where Harvey Weinstein was trying to bed them and force himself on women and all these issues. It's a problem that exists um, in all industries across the world. It really does. It's being exposed right now in entertainment. And Hey, I work in entertainment. I'm a proud member of the screen actors guild, but we have a fucking issue we've got guys that like woody woody allen that are not woody allen woody woody allen is that the fuck i always get woody allen and woody harrelson mixed up that must suck for woody harrelson that he has to get lumped in with woody allen like some people probably think woody harrelson married his stepdaughter you know what i mean anyway i digress the point is is that we're out here and we're, we're going viral right now right we're going viral with the fact that me too women for the most part, almost all of women, I'll say this, all women in one form or another have had to deal with assault, rape, violence, being targeted and manipulated and all these crazy issues. When, when, when folks, we need to remember that 
that yeah you you listening might not have raped someone uh you listening might not have gotten too drunk and forced yourself on someone but we're all part of a problem that until recently we've turned a blind eye towards we're all guilty of it in different levels ben affleck you're a douche right you know what i mean you know what i mean like yeah you can come out against harvey weinstein but we're gonna find something on you too we've all we've all been a part of the problem you know what i mean there could be some girl from my college says, dave you got drunk and slapped me on the ass and i'm not gonna deny it I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like we've all, uh, uh, done things either through jest, joking or power situations where we've tried to control others. It's a problem with society. It's a problem with us as individuals. And I'm not trying to, I'm, this isn't going to be one of those episodes where we say, Oh, women are guilty too. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like that's a, that's a, we're not going there. We're not because let's be strong and own up to it on behalf of men that we have an issue. And, you know, like my, my, uh, my stepdad who raised me, great man, great man, Luke, never called him dad, never felt secure calling anybody dad, which is funny because I met an old man today. I met a, I met a guy, you know, was in his eighties, was really nice to him. I helped him out. I was chatting with him. Uh, where was he from? He was from, uh, oh, he's actually from Vegas. And, uh, he, and then after I was leaving him, he goes, well, you take care son. And I fucking almost cried because I've never had someone call me son. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I've never had someone call me son. And I felt so proud of this stranger I just met that I'm getting teary eyed now just thinking about it. And I have no problem sharing my emotions. I really don't. I was fortunate enough to be raised by a woman who just said, you know what? They've let it out. Let it out. And I tell Tasha that, my girlfriend. I tell her that. I say, you know what? I can tell. It's like an earthquake. I can tell five seconds before Tasha's going to cry. I can see it in her eyes. I can feel it. I can let it out. Whatever it is. And, and, you know, the emotions that she has felt reading some of these Harvey Weinstein stories, the emotions that others have felt sharing their Me Too moments. If you're not familiar with this right now, we're on the cusp of a really positive, it, 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 not to sound cryptic because it's, it's because of such ugliness, but a real positive movement where, where women are saying Me Too on their Facebook status. And we know what that means. That means Me Too. I am also a victim. I have also struggled. I've also had an issue in one form or another. And it is shocking. It is easier to find some. It is easier. It, it is harder to find somebody who hasn't been a victim in one form or another of sexual violence, rape, these things. It's heavy. Folks, it's heavy, right? But we're out there and we need to learn a way to communicate with each other. Most men, most men mean well. Let's start. Let's start on that. There are creeps. There are monsters. There are Terry Richardson's of the world, the photographer who's, you know, fucking half the models he's photographing and they think they need to sleep with him. And agencies are saying, hey, if you want to get in with this guy, you need to fuck him and he'll put you on the cover of GQ. Like, guys, this is real. This is a real thing. It comes from a place of power. You know, I mean, obviously, but, oh, by the way, I'm fucking get sued out of my mind for these statements, but like, you know, like Trump, you know, there's stories of him allegedly where he was, you know, where back in the day he was in with uh, modeling agencies and they would send models to the parties to get influenced by him. It's, oh, a man in power. It's sick, folks. How about we have power for the right reasons? You know what I mean? How about we empower those who bring each other up with love, the higher form of energy? love is higher of an energy than fear or anger it is it bonds us in a way that the others can only um like like uh like try these imposters uh fear anger jealousy they are imposters towards the true strength of love it is true it's it's a firm belief in that um it doesn't mean that we haven't fucked up our own selfishly 
through fear, manipulation, uh, control. It's um, I I personally am not too sure what toxic masculinity is. I um, sitting in my car, by the way, this is really weird. I just feel so I feel so like at one with myself when I'm in my car. You know what I mean? Like if I was in my kitchen, I couldn't be talking the way I am now. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I feel, I feel at peace right now. Um, few, I, I, I am so lucky that my Facebook newsfeed is just filled with some amazing people. Past guest, Danielle Sepulveda's past guest on the podcast, friend of mine, author. Um, she wrote, the Washington Post asked for my take on Harvey Weinstein, and I chose to address the photos posted everywhere of women smiling alongside him in harassment in general from powerful men. Women don't come forward because often the environment isn't conducive to do so. And if you don't understand that, you're part of the problem. Just let that sink in, right? Oh, yeah, oh, but you took the movie role. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow must not have had an issue with him. Look, we can't backtrack and victim blame people that just, like, we, we are in the moment now. We are in the moment now. Men, step the fuck up. Step the fuck up. I'm sick and tired of seeing people say, well, oh, but now it's convenient to come forward. Trust me, this Bill Cosby's rape victims didn't not come forward because there wasn't a paycheck attack to it attached to it. They didn't come forward because a, they had the fear that no one would believe them. They felt like it was going to just like, they would be punished, victim shamed, all the things that did happen. Trust me, when you're the 45th person to come forward, it's not, it's, you're not, you're not attaching yourself to some lottery at this point. In most cases, a same with Harvey Weinstein. In most cases, there's a statute of limitations. This, this, um, soap actress in London, uh, was, uh, allegedly, I mean, she says she was raped in the eighties by Harvey Weinstein. He came on her leg. She gave in after trying. He's a heavy man. She gave in. He approached her. He raped her. Allegedly. That's what I have to say. That's not what she has to say. It's her truth. We believe her, don't we? Why would, what does she have to gain from this? She's already verified on Instagram. She's already making her own money. She's deeply ashamed by this and she's just coming forward because there's a snowball effect that's happening and we have to run with that and push that and build that up in the right direction. Not the divisive direction where we say, oh, you're lying about it. You're this, you're that. Oh, it was the times. What were you wearing? Had you been drinking this and that? That, and you know what? I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know those of you that listen to this podcast, I know my listeners, you know, for the most part, share the same ideals that I do, that we're in this together. You know what I mean? I was raised by a woman. I, I, for the life of me, and I don't, and I, and I don't know, and I'm, I'm scared to know, but I, for the life of me, pray my own sister never had any issues with that. But the statistics don't lie and everyone's out there and everyone's got a story where they felt felt victimized for something that happened to them, where they feel the need to apologize. I know girls from high school that woke up and realized they had just, you know, had a guy who had sex with our unconscious body. Like this happens. This, you know, I have a brother in high school and a brother in college, and these are conversations we need to have to make sure that it's not just something you control about yourself, but it's a see something, say something sort of vibe. Fraternities, uh, sports teams, 
Bandcamp, it doesn't matter. Young Republicans Club, Democrats of the Delaware Valley, it doesn't matter what group you belong to. Humans, humanity, we like tribes. We live in tribal groups and we need to we need to keep each other accountable. And unfortunately, it took a lot. It took a lot to get people speaking about Harvey Weinstein. But are we surprised? I had a friend who used to be his assistant. Um, you know, Harvey Weinstein, he was the um, co-founder of Miramax, um, which became the Weinstein Company. And he's, you know, he's, a, you know, CEO of a gigantic company that had, you know, tons of Oscars and this and that, which, by the way, most of them, although they were good pictures, you can't blame him for them. I mean, the pictures, the pictures as a producer, I don't think he has too much to do with the artistic sort of vibe, but he, he, I'm at a loss of words. I don't want to be taken the wrong way. He is, he, how were you supposed to call him out? He controlled a giant, um, part of of the community he controlled it uh there were people that did call him out and were blacklisted from their agency i'm looking at you creative artist agency caa one of the biggest agencies in the world apparently uh you know you know what i mean like so it was it's we can't just say like oh why didn't you say something the point is is that we're talking about it now and that's all we can ask for so i cheers my glass to you ladies me too I'm so proud of all of you that have come forward, that have shared your statuses and your stories. And I can do anything but try to learn a little bit about toxic masculinity and just try to learn um, how we can all be better. Let's take a step forward, folks. Right? Let's take a step forward. Um, what, okay. So, when, uh, you know, so I've wrote down some notes um, about being accountable. Toxic uh, masculinity, misogyny, homophobia, violence hurting ourselves. It's hurting us. And here's the thing, guys and, and women, women with husbands or whatever, whatever toxic masculinity is hurting ourselves. We're not stripping away masculinity, just the toxicity stifling of our emotions. Don't cry, bitch, you faggot. And don't get me wrong. I'm from the Boston area, New England, where faggot wasn't a term of sometimes it was like you're calling someone a faggot because they they're weak. But but it's also like, you know, a widely used term. unfortunately, a widely used term. But hey, you fucking queer like that type of shit. You know what I mean? Stifling of emotions. It causes depression, substance abuse, increased stress. We don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need to lose the hair on your head because your dad grew up in World War II America and taught you not to be a pussy and don't cry. Go watch This Is Us. Have a fucking tear. Go for it. I watch Nashville and cry like a baby. I sleep well at night too. I never had that issue. I got other issues. I got issues. Don't get me wrong. I'm not on my high horse, folks. I have issues, but um, crying is not one of them. (laughs) I cry all the time. The pillars of toxicity, sexual conquest and violence. Also, violence isn't a thing that I'm really, I mean, I saw a fight once in sixth grade. I saw these guys punching each other in the head in sixth grade. That shit fucked me up to the core. I am such an empath, I guess you would say. Like, I feel other people's pain. Like, if I see someone gets kicked in the balls, I'm going to be fucking feeling like I got kicked in the balls. So, like, I don't the whole violence wasn't really my thing. But sexual conquest, that was always a factor. Uh, that was always like, oh, this guy's a stud. And we get it. How come when women have sex, you call them sluts, but when men have sex, you call them a stud? I get it. I understand. Let's work on it. 
qualities men regale as manly and virtuous. These are these are the things. These are qualities that we have been known. Like, this guy's a fucking player. Usually, it's said in a way like, "Oh, this dude can talk to chicks. He fucking, you know what I mean." And it's like, and that's fine too. Have sex. Be open. Be honest. Communicate. Don't don't uh you know, do it. You know, be honest. Be honest. Be a good guy. Empathy is not a weakness. I loved that quote. Empathy is not weakness. Empathy is a virtue that most women are given to women. Women are more empathic than men. And um, that's considered weak because they, oh, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Oh. I, you know, and this is where I'm, I'm a little different because I love, I, 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 feel, I feel empathy. I do. I, I, I can't watch an award show and not cry for whoever wins because I'm saying, oh, not, you, not only did you win, but your, your dad is going to go get his oil changed at the place he's gone to for 30 years and then go, Hey Steven, we saw your son won an award and they're all going to share in that, that proud, that proud vibe. I, I know I'm off in tangents here, but I feel that towards, that's why I can't watch a military, you know, I can't watch a video on YouTube of a dog, you know, a, a military, a military, uh, Marine comes in and is, you know, Rottweiler knocks him over and licks his face off for half an hour. Or the guy surprises his daughter at kindergarten. I'm in tears thinking about it, folks. But you know what those tears are? You know what tears are? You know what emotions are? It's letting the energy go through our body. And if you don't do that, that's how you build up cancer. That's how you build up. And I'm not saying if you have cancer, it's because you don't cry. I'm just saying diseases form in the darkness of our soul. They really do when we hold on to things with secrets and this and that. If at the very least you don't get anything from this other than you should probably go to a therapist. I think we all could. We all could talk to somebody. You know that moment? I remember my stepdad when he was being strong. He was being strong after his mom died. It was, um, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. His mom passed away. She was old and she was, you know, it was going to happen for a while. But even though you know it's going to happen, it's still something or another. And I remember him being stoic, as he should be. As someone, in, you know, as a grown man should be stoic. But I remember him looking at me and he just had this moment where he tried to talk. And he couldn't. And there was that moment where I knew he had an emotion to get out and it wasn't going to be with his words. And he started crying. And that my friends is a goddamn beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And we need to embrace that more often. And I know it's, it's mainly an issue with men. Men call each other pussies and wimps and this and that. What women do too. I know I scare the shit out of my girlfriend. If I cry, I scare her. She doesn't know what to do with it. It's hilarious. She doesn't know what to do with it. But I also know that she's probably been manipulated by fucking assholes before who will use their own tears to control. And that's an issue too. And I've had to look at myself and go, am I crying just to, just to um, gain control of her? Is it a codependent thing to cry? And, you know, maybe, maybe 10% of the time it is. And I've had to learn that, you know, I have to communicate in a way that, that actually represses some of my emotions because I don't, I don't need to use my emotions to uh, win over an argument. <laughs> but I'll say this. I am so proud of the people that raised me and how awesome they are in the family I surround myself with. Because even though I come from like kind of a prudent Irish Catholic family where hugging might not be the norm, we've come a long way in our family. And I hope you guys have too. And I know there's a long way for us to go, but we're getting there. And that's what's important. I'm going to make this episode pretty short. We're not going to go too much longer, but a few things I wanted to uh, say. 
I want to read another. Uh, here's another quick status update. It's so many brilliant ones that are across my feed. I'm surrounded by so many amazing uh, women in my industry: stand-up comedians, actresses, um, you know, corporate people, writers, authors, creatives. And I don't know if this travels into a more conservative part of the country. I don't know if this is a coastal thing. But ladies out there, and I know plenty of ladies that that kind of take the man's side. They get attention from being from being anti-feminist. Look. The, the true the true kind of principles of feminism are equality and respect and you know, and all those things We're, you know I think people get a little scared away by uh, ultra feminists and um, and that's just you know we're all it's it's complicated girl wrote Courtney Courtney wrote I'm seeing a lot of bullshit on here on how to deal with sexual assault newsflash. Guys could just stop sexually harassing and assaulting women. Women have adjusted their behaviors, their wardrobes, their language, their dreams, their opinion. Sorry, I lost the thing. Women have adjusted their behaviors, their wardrobes, their language, their dreams, their opinions, their sexual desires, and much more to justify men's disgusting behavior or to not have to be a victim of it forever. Forever. What hasn't changed is saying these guys are gross and stopping them from advancing in their careers, gaining more money, more power, and more access to keeping their actions secret. Politicians, athletes, comedians, CEOs, the manager at fucking Lowe's. I don't care. They should be held accountable. Stop offering ways for a woman to cope or dodge this shit. I'm with you, Courtney. And look, it's going to get a, it's got, this purge is happening. And um, the important thing is that we're talking. This isn't a race issue. Okay, this is a we are all in this together, man and woman issue. And for the most part, don't we want the women in our lives to be protected? So let's stop looking at just our moms and our sisters. Let's look at the lady we, we see at uh, Walgreens every day. Let's look at, you know what I mean? Let's like look at the strangers out there and let's treat them with fucking respect. Girls can keep on wearing yoga pants. I won't stop you. I, I love their beautiful bodies, but I'm not going to make them feel sick for it. All right. You know what I mean? Is that, is that hypocr- hypocritical? I hope that's, I'm not, uh, I hope I'm not being hypocritical. I'm just saying we can love women for their, their physical beauty, but let's not leave that to all that they are. Do you know what I mean? Uh, women can love men for their physical beauty, uh, of which I don't have after all the pizza I ate this weekend. Um, all I was going to do today uh, was read quotes, but here's what I did. I fucked this up. I, I, uh, I tried to type in motivational mantra for relationships, but I accidentally typed in motivational manta relationships. So I got all these quotes on manta rays. <laughs> so I have all these stingray quotes and I was like, why is every fucking meme that I'm pulling up? got a stingray on it. And then I looked, I was like, Oh, cause I searched uh, manta motivational manta. So let me be your motivational manta today. These aren't stingray quotes. I'll just read a few quotes. We'll get out of here. Cause I want this to be motivational and positive. We got a lot of fucking work to do. So let's keep that in mind. So don't take my positivity the wrong way. We have a lot of work to do, but men let's be accountable, right? Let's just be a solution. You know, I posted my status asking what toxic masculinity was. And, um, you know, this guy wrote, you know what? Fuck toxic masculinity. Girls don't want men to be masculine at all. No, we can be masculine, folks. There's a quiet, calm uh, uh, presence to a, to a true man who has honor, who has, um, you know, the, the, you can be an alpha or beta, whatever you want to label yourself as. You can be that. You don't have to be a white knight and go, oh, women, I'm with you. Fuck men. No, men, 
men, I'm with you guys. Women, I'm with you. Uh, media, they want us divided. It gets clicks, right? They want, you know, they're going to milk the Harvey Weinstein story for their own agenda. Fine. Do whatever you have to do. Let's just keep it honest, folks. Let's keep the conversations open. Let's listen to women when they tell us. Let's let them, as best as we can, feel comfortable telling us. And this comes down to our HR departments. Uh, This comes down to review boards, our friends. Be open. Be a man who's ready to listen. Because here's, here's what... Okay, I'll just say this before we get the fuck out of here. I think women... I get defensive. I'm the first to say, why is everyone fucking mad at straight white men? There's a lot of good straight white men. I'm that guy who's like, there's a lot of good straight white men. I know a lot of fucking good straight white men. But men and white men are the majority of our country. And the majority of the assholes, the rapists, the fucking school shooters, the majority of those sickos, hey, in the laundry, they come out to be straight and white. The straight white men for the history of our country we're in control and that's where we have to start solving the issue with the base of our country which is straight white men that's that's kind of like the you know what i mean that's the meat and the potatoes like like it'd be one thing to be like oh filipino men are dicks to their wives maybe i don't know are they maybe but let's work on like the critical mass let's get the critical mass we have an issue here with men and i get defensive just like most of you probably do go i'm a fucking good guy I got as a, as a son to a mom and as a brother to a sister, I have to tell you, like, I get it. But look, here's the thing. Instead of being defensive, let's, let's, let's say, you know what? Know that you're good. Know that you've got a good soul, but let's work on things and let's admit that we might have a problem. Okay. Quick quote. Get out of here. I hope you guys have a fucking fantastic week. Really do. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope that, um, we can, um, have some positivity and not just argue online, right? So if you find like you're fucking arguing too much online, go to a Starbucks. Buy, some lady bought me Chipotle tonight. I met these ladies from Kentucky and I was like, oh, my girlfriend's from Kentucky. And next thing you know, we're at a Chipotle and they bought me a Chipotle. You know what I mean? There are good people out there. There are good people. A couple quotes, get out of here. Hey, Barb Marley once said, if she's amazing, she won't be easy. If she's easy, she won't be amazing. If she's worth it, you won't give up. If you give up, you're not worthy. Truth is, everybody's going to hurt you. You just got to find the ones we're suffering for. I love these stupid quotes. A true relationship is two unperfect people refusing to give up on each other. That's Tasha and I. Uh, if, we're, if, if we've done anything right in this world, we haven't given up on each other. I love that chick. I didn't mean chick in a derogatory way. Now I'm in my head right now because I, I feel like I, I'm trying to make a good point. So someone's going to be like, you called your girlfriend a chick? Yeah, but I love her. I love that toots. Here's the last one we're going to do. We can get out of here, right? We're at 26 minutes. Get out of here. We'll do another episode every Wednesday night. Guys, don't forget before we get out of here to subscribe to this fucking podcast. All right, if you're listening to this, hit the subscribe button. That's um, that's the currency that I need uh, to get this thing rolling, right? This is episode 250. And I need you guys to subscribe and share it with some friends. I've changed the cover art, the thumbnail, so it doesn't look as pervy. This is the SAP Sex Actually podcast. Share it with a friend, right? Uh, go to the Sex Actually Instagram. It's at Sex Actually Pod. Let me know you're listening. And um, thank you guys for being a part of this. End on this mantra. I think positive. Therefore, I speak positive. Therefore, I do positive. This is my mantra. One more time for me, folks. Say it with me. Ready? You guys ready? I think you say, I'm going to say the first line and then you say it after me, right? 
I think positive. Therefore, I speak positive. Therefore, I do positive. This is my motherfucking mantra. Everyone, have a great week. Stay positive. Share love. Call your moms. We'll see you soon.